Hello, dear ones, and welcome to Subtle Medicine Radio, brought to you by InnerSpark. This is the resource for all things holistic healing, natural living, conscious relating, epic life changing, and spirituality, all steeped in earth-based wisdom. I'm your host, Devin, and with me, as always, is my co-host and producer, Mike. Hey! On today's show, episode 22, we're discussing all things yoni, feminine shame, de-shaming and reclaiming the power of our bodies, and five resources to help us reconnect. So let's dive in. Let's go. No pun intended for today's topic, right? <laughs> okay, so before we go any further, I wanted to talk about what is yoni, because I've received a lot of interesting comments and questions, and so I wanted to just kind of start there. Yoni is not a made-up word. It's not some made-up cutesy word. You know, we have several of those in English for our genitals, and yoni is not one of them. Yoni is a very real, ancient, and powerful word that comes from Sanskrit, actually. It's a term loaded with reverence and mysticism, adoration, respect, and awe. And vagina is simply the physical representation of yoni and these really ancient primordial energies. The yoni is beyond the physical. We must think and sense beyond the physical. You are more than a body, and the principles of sex, creation, pleasure, and power go beyond that which is between your physical legs and, and that which is even tangible. To truly understand and use your primal energy, you must turn your attention to it and not fixate on the physical. So that's what I mean by looking past the physical, thinking past the physical, sensing past the physical. Unfortunately, our grandmothers and mothers and we have lived in times that didn't necessarily revere the feminine or the yoni. They and us have been indoctrinated with being less than, being untrustworthy, and being shameful. Our culture hasn't adequately equipped us with words or ideas that are equivalent to the power and respect that our yonis deserve. As such, I have found myself defaulting more and more to using yoni. What other words do we have and hear often for this part of us? Words like pussy, vagina, twat, cunt, crack, slit, badge, muff. How do these words make you feel when you hear me say them? How do they land in your body? And what associations do you have with them? Are there any memories or emotions that surface? And which words for your sacred yoni were used by your caretakers when you were a child? I think part of the challenge in finding the right word is that our perception of these words and what they describe is constantly uh, changing. I, uh, I actually got in trouble in kindergarten because I was quoting Tweety Bird. Uh, there was a girl that told who she told the teacher that I had said a bad word because I had said pussy as in I thought I saw a pussycat. And you could, you know, analyze that scenario alone and find all kinds of meaning in it, like what kind of education had that girl received at a young age about the female form, or was she just told that pussy's a bad word, don't worry about what it means. So anyway, uh, a few generations ago, there were words like pussycat, pussy willow, pussyfoot, and it didn't land on people's ears the way it does today. Uh, somewhere between then and now, uh, it's become sexualized and pornographic. And there's uh, like Pussy Riot, for example, uh, which has come to so symbolize social reform and resistance against oppressive governments. And now when I hear pussy, I kind of cringe because I think of that uh, infamous grab them by the pussy comment. And 
all of that from beginning to end is just a reflection of how my perception of that single word has changed over the years from like kindergarten to now. And that's just one word. So I guess my point is that your perception of a word can be influenced by everything from friends and family to pop culture and politics. And a problem comes up when we fail to make a distinction between the word and the thing that it describes. So if somebody uses a word in a way that makes our skin crawl and we fail to separate that word from the part of ourselves that it describes, then we might have mistakenly allowed those feelings to become associated with ourselves or at least, you know, that part of ourselves. So like that girl who was taught that pussy is a bad word, in her case, it could be a logical growth of an idea to think pussy is a bad word equals pussy is bad equals pussies are bad equals people with pussies are bad or ought to be ashamed. Absolutely. I really, I loved everything you just said in that like sequence that you that you went through and, and the history and the different way that these words have been used and then the different connotations that they have and how we can then internalize them. Words are powerful and can be quite loaded. The reaction they trigger from us can also be very, very telling. So I truly invite you listening to spend some time journaling on the impact of these words and their energetic frequency within your being. It can be a very revealing exercise for sure. So how, how are we disconnected as women from our yonis and how, how has this happened? Over the last several thousand years, once monotheism really became the norm and the goddess was overlooked, things began taking a pretty nasty turn. Spiritual trauma from organized religion, patriarchal conditioning, mass media messaging, these deep, loud influences in our lives cut us off from ourselves and from our power and from our truth. Women have assumed subservient roles rather than being equals. From witch hunts to being denied the right to vote, to being paid less than men, to being objectified, to being subject to odd medical practices, and so much more, women have been persecuted time and again for just being women which ultimately means for just residing in a physical body that happens to have a yoni. Inside each of us, and you've heard me say this many times already if you've been listening to me for <laughs> even just a tiny bit of time, regardless of our physical anatomy or our gender identification, inside each of us is a long line of feminine shame and repression and fear, confusion, rage, and everything in between. If we think about it, basically all women today are the descendants of survivors, the women that didn't get killed, the women that guarded the old ways, the women that did what they had to do in order to continue their lineage. And that's a lot of survival mode and fight or flight taking place over many generations, wouldn't you say? In this state, this state of survival, our entire physiology and energy is geared towards planning and calculating and surviving. And this very linear and fear-based method of operating is counter to the feminine principle, which is spirally, intuitive, and flowing. The result? Resentment towards being a woman. Shame around being a woman. Perpetuating the mother wound. Check out that episode if you haven't. And an all-around disconnection from the Great Mother and the Cosmic Yoni. In our attempt to stay safe, we've developed compensatory mechanisms that have led us to stay silent and small and hidden, or we overcompensate and behave in ways that don't honor our subtle and sensitive physiology and needs. Neither is the correct answer, by the way, and neither is healthy in the long run. The answer lies in the Yoni. 
It requires that each of us reconnect to the feminine and address the lineage of shame living in ourselves and living in the collective. And rather than waiting for a more hospitable culture, we must rise into our sovereignty and create the change we desire from the inside first. It's literally the only way. Each of us must be the truth speakers, the ones who finally address the elephants in the room and the ones that do something differently. If I can jump in here, I'd like to emphasize that when you say each of us, that needs to include men as well. I think a lot of us guys, we mean well, but we don't exactly know what to do about the elephant in the room because there are some men out there who do some really bad things and are making the rest of us look bad. And then when we don't do anything about it, we end up shouldering some of the blame. So yeah, we all need to be truth speakers for sure. Absolutely. And I really feel that that having a fellow man speak up is more powerful than if that man were to hear it from a woman or from other mass media attempts. And you know, additionally, we're only really ever taught one side of sex, and it's the physical act of it. And yes, sex and yoni are together, but they're also separate. And yes, desire exists outside of sex. It's the spark of all creation. Women are powerful creatures. Our literal and metaphorical womb spaces and yonis are bridges and conduits. We literally birth spirit into matter. Making babies, of course, yes, is one example, but in all ways. We're so creative. We're literally dreaming and receiving this, this divine inspiration and guidance and then birthing it into creation, birthing our lives into existence. The womb is like an antenna and a cauldron of creation. And the cervix is a storage house of trauma and shame. And these, these things are so much more than objects. That's ultimately what I'm trying to get at. And if you take anything away from today, that's it is to begin thinking beyond the physical. And yes, back to, so back to sex. Sex with ourselves or a partner is fantastic, and orgasms are delicious and powerful, yet we're not using this energy to its fullest capacity because it's shrouded in secrecy and shame and confusion and fear. And we have the opportunity to address and heal a legacy of patriarchal wounding and reconnect to the innocence of our innate being now. So if you're game, I'd like to share five resources for reconnecting. Reconnecting to this, this part of ourselves, this very potent part of ourselves. And yes, the physical is an entry point into the more energetic and subtle energies that I'm talking about when it comes to, to yoni. So the first resource is yoni holding. And we've talked a lot about this in my Facebook group if you're in there. And so yoni holding involves exactly what it sounds like. You would be in a comfortable, safe, quiet space with yourself and simply hold your yoni. And skin on skin contact is best. However, if you feel more comfortable through your clothes, that's fine too. This is about you and what you need. And just simply being. No ulterior motives, no expectations, no, um, you know, oh, this is going to lead to self-pleasure. If it does, then sweet. If it doesn't, great. This is about finding a sense of stability and safety in your physical body and really noticing what comes up and give yourself that space to be silent and still and really feel what arises as you are in this vulnerable position with yourself. The second resource is the mirror exercise and I believe I've shared this in a previous episode. So you would find yourself 
a full-length mirror, ideally in a private location like your bedroom, and stand naked in front of it and allow yourself to really just feast upon the beauty of your flesh. So taking in every part of your body, really looking at yourself. You can also touch each part of your body with your hands to get that tactile connection and thanking each part of your your body for doing what it does for for helping you live your life for housing your your essence for giving you shelter and being your translator and your your sacred vessel during this time so getting really specific and it could feel silly and just go with it so thank you feet for helping me walk through the earth thank you hips for housing my my womb space you get the idea and again be really tender take your time and notice what arises number three is self-pleasure and touch without an agenda so how do you touch yourself that feels pleasurable and again we like i talked about earlier we've been so skewed in the ways that we think about sex and pleasure and like it just has to it's orgasm that's pleasure and that's shameful and that's wrong and oh you're gonna get hairy palms or these right, other, go blind these other things right so again like i said orgasms are delicious they're amazing and that's not the only way to receive pleasure in your body so what are other ways that you feel pleasure in your physical body? For example, maybe it's feeling your sheets against your naked body when you get in bed. Maybe it's oiling your feet. Maybe it's brushing your hair. Maybe it's the way that an apple tastes in your mouth. So really feeling with your body, being the sensorial creature that you are, and experiencing pleasure and touch without that agenda, and, and thinking, again, beyond orgasm, just like I'm asking you to think beyond the physical. And notice when you're experiencing pleasure, really presence it without shame, without anything to feel badly about. I think so many of us are like, oh, I can't, I can't experience pleasure. I don't, I don't deserve it. Or I don't want anyone to see me experiencing pleasure. I don't want anyone to see that I actually enjoy my food, right? That's a big one, especially for women. We feel shameful eating in front of people and, oh, God forbid they actually see that we're enjoying our food, right? So what feels good to you? And then when that pleasure is there and you're experiencing it, really notice what it is about this that is pleasurable. What emotions are present? What do you notice in your, your spiritual or energetic body? What is your mind doing at that time? Because I imagine it's quite, quite still and in a, in a state of flow. That inner critic is probably quieter. So really just noticing and letting yourself really receive, 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 receive that pleasure. Every single part of your day and of your life, that pleasure is there. It's, it's a state of, it's a state of being that isn't really dependent upon outside circumstances or, or um, the consumption of external stimuli. So just begin presencing pleasure. The fourth resource I'd like to share is shamanic journey work to the yoni. And this one's probably one of my favorites. I love working with the imaginal and working with these guided imagery and journey work resources can really help us to access that liminal space of our minds, that, that very in-between dream and awake, very deeply into our subconscious, very deeply into the collective unconscious, accessing these, these very hidden, deep wells of guidance and resources within us. 
within the deep recesses of our being in that that deep deep subconscious cave part of our brain so journeying to the yoni as though she is a separate entity right so journeying to this this primordial essence of the universe this cosmic feminine spiral principle can be very healing it can help us to see what we're holding on to that we may not fully understand or realize. For example, many of us, myself included, and, and I've guided many clients into to realizing this for themselves, are carrying that feminine shame, right? But like, what exactly does that mean? And how does that show up for you? For many of us, it's this deep anger and resentment towards being a woman. And it's like right below the surface and could be the answer to many of our health challenges, especially as women. And we have trouble accessing that. And so tools like, like this shamanic journey work can really help us get answers and to shift that, that vibration, that imprint of resentment. And if it's not resentment, it could be something else. The, the point here is that that thing, that little glitch in your system is like right there. And, and it's totally accessible and you could totally figure it out. And and feel into it we just need to get into the the deeper part of the of our of our being and of our mind and out of the more uh, awake like conscious egoic driven part of our mind so that's a fabulous resource to use and it doesn't have to be i know for many of you if you're like i okay that's cool but like how the hell do i do that i don't i don't even know what you're talking about right now my best advice is good you don't need to. What would it be like if you did? How does that present itself to you? When I say journeying to your yoni, what does that evoke in you? And spend some time just in quiet meditation and go into a bit of imagery inside your mind. What might it look like and be like if you were to journey to your yoni? What might be there for you? So just trust that you do know how to do this and it's not big and scary and weird. <laughs> And lastly, so that was a good segue to this last resource, working with, with plant allies in all of their forms, herbs, oils, and plant spirit medicine. And you've heard me talk about these things many times. I believe episode two, I talked about these in great length, especially flower essences and plant spirit medicine, really in, in accessing this yoni principle, this, this cosmic feminine spiral principle of our being, reconnecting to nature and her medicine, so plants in all of their forms, the physical herbal forms, going down to the little little more subtler would be the like oils, essential oils, and then the most subtle or subtlest, is that a word? The subtlest form of plant medicine would be plant spirit medicine and flower essences. And so all three of these can work to really help to heal on all of all levels. So the, our, our physical body and down to our um, really subtle energetic places where some of these wounds are living, and then to help the physical body come back into alignment as well and to peel away these layers of shame that ultimately wreak havoc on the physical body so a lot of the physical health challenges that we experience as women whether it's hormonal imbalances thyroid issues um digestive issues autoimmune disorders fibromyalgia these these things that that notoriously plague women way more than men can all find relief by working with plant medicine in all of these forms, like hands down, period. And a little bonus resource for you if you have not heard of my newest offering. It is a three-day self-paced experience to really help you de-shame and reclaim your literal and metaphorical yoni. 
and this self-paced three-day course serves as an introductory exploratory on all things yoni. It helps you to reconnect to your sacred body, empower yourself as a self-healing wise woman, address feminine shame in yourself and in your lineage, and learn to employ support for all levels of your yoni needs physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And the course also works with things like the yoni holding and talking about self-pleasure. There's also parts of it that use the shamanic, guided shamanic journey work. So all of these things that I talked about today, if any of this sounds um, intriguing to you and you're feeling that little intuitive nudge, I really invite you to follow through with that and, and learn more at innerspark.life slash yoni. I'll try to put a link in the podcast description so it should be easily accessible for any listener that wants to check it out. Thank you. Yeah. And again, it's innerspark.life slash yoni. So in closing today, how do you feel about your female body? Just real shit. How do you feel? How do you feel about your female body? How have you been shamed for having a yoni? What word or words do you use to refer to your sacred feminine portal? Please reach out to me and tell me about it or ask me about it in my Facebook group, Transmuting to Nourish, Awaken, and Thrive. The link is also on my homepage at innerspark.life. And yeah, tell me about it. Come join the conversation. There's There's been some really rich conversations in the group these last few months and I would love to hear your thoughts, so please come share. Do you have anything else to add before we close today? No, I think you've done a great job, and I'm really, uh, as a guy, a lot of these things are different from my perspective, like the words that men use to describe their body parts and how we feel about that. And so I think it's a conversation that needs to happen on both sides, but it's definitely something that is needed, especially for women today. So I'm very glad to be part of this. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. The time is, it's well, past time right. for all of us to be having these conversations and women it really is time for us to to reclaim our power and to rise back up again it's what's best for all parties so that's all the time we have today if you're seeking guidance on your path and are ready to finally make the changes you desire finally ready to transmute old pain and shame into purpose finally ready to feel radiant and healthy in your body and life then reach out to me and take advantage of one of the three free mini sessions I offer each week. Visit innerspark.life to learn more and schedule your discovery session today. I can't wait to speak with you. If you loved the show, be sure to subscribe to it. Please leave us a review and share the love with a friend. Deepen the conversation with me on social media at innersparklife on Instagram and Facebook. Catch us next time. So much love to you until then.